Hey everyone, this is Ashley Roan from Paradigm English. I hope all of you lovely, brilliant people have been getting along just fine in light of this whole COVID-19 or more commonly known coronavirus epidemic. Well, it's more of a pandemic right now, but this global crisis. So I wanted to reach out specifically to those of you that are students that are learners, and those of you who are teaching these students and learners. I myself can feel your frustration and your pain and your concern in light of this, but the most beautiful thing is that God is still in control. I tell myself this every day, especially when I get um, really stuck in a fear and frustration and anxiety because I'm a perfectionist and I can be a little neurotic about it. So I wanted to today talk to you teachers specifically and students at the end about how to lead a good class. Now I keep getting lots of questions in from different folks about this. So first things first, if you've never taught online, don't freak out. It's not as difficult as you may think it is. And I'm sure if your um, current institution is like mine, where you kind of um, are thrown out there without a lot of um, handholding or a lot of information, then it can be very, very overwhelming. But I'm here to help ease that a little bit. Um, and if you have any more questions or anything, feel free to reach out to me. Now, first things first, don't think that this is going to be entirely different teaching online than um, teaching face-to-face. -face. I do like having that rapport and that um, interaction with my learners. So it can be um, a little daunting at first when you think, oh, what was my style gonna transfer over? How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do that? How am I gonna manage the class? What if they have questions, you know? Um, especially if you're in a school with perhaps limited resources and you have really large classes, right? So um, just a couple of things that I um, want to point out first. Whenever you're like live uh, teaching online, um, there are several companies that people are using. Um, when I was doing my master's degree and even when I do my own teaching for Paradigm English, um, and as I sometimes substitute for another organization, ELS, we use Zoom, zoom.us. And it's actually a pretty good um, platform. And I believe right now the, now I don't know how long this is going to last, but currently the owner and founder of that, he is giving this away, this uh, program away free to teachers. So yay, teachers, we're finally catching a break, right? So um, keep that in mind, put a little check mark next to that because I've used it and it's actually quite good. Um, the learners, it's not like super complicated for the students to get on it. Um, there's an app, there is definitely an app for that. Um, the other one that I have used and I think is pretty cool is WizIQ. Um, I haven't heard that they are currently having any sort of sale for teachers or any special discounts, but mm, you know, in general, it's pretty cool. So with IQ um, is, is, is an online learning platform and uh, you can do group lessons or you can do one-to-one, -one, same with Zoom. Um, I would also recommend if you're working like at a school 
Um, or if you're just doing one-to-one, -one, um, I guess it kind of depends how the setup is at your institution, but you could always use GoToMeeting or GoToWebinar or Cisco WebEx. I personally really like Cisco. Um, and there are like, there's so many different, it's multifaceted Cisco, um, but it can be a little pricey. If your organization or institution has the funds, hey, go for it, you know, knock it out. But if you're going to be doing it for your own personal use, maybe you are um, just tutoring on the side during this uh, crisis because you've lost your job or your spouse has lost his or her job and you, or you just want some extra cash, right? Because your hours have been cut. If you have a bit more of a technological side, I really like Big Blue Button. It's free. Um, you know, you can put them in. Um, it actually has like a lot of different little features in it, like a whiteboard and a chat function. I believe you can do some sort of like polling as well. So that one's pretty cool. There's also Samba Live or uh, Vidamo, BrainCert, LearnCube, uh, something like that. Um, I haven't personally used Google Hangouts or like Skype, Skype for business, I should say, but I've heard really good things about them. And if you are already a Google teacher, meaning you use Google regularly, I know I did when I was teaching secondary um, a few years back or actually last year. So it's, it's actually quite helpful. Or if you're already a Google certified educator, then Google, um, might be a really good step for you. But my personal recommendation, my top two at the moment would be Zoom and or WizIQ. If WizIQ is not feasible for you, then I would say Cisco. But again, Cisco is kind of contingent on the funds. Um, now let's switch gears into, into how to like conduct your first class. Now, with um, the little side job I've got going on now, my little side hustle, I think one thing that um, I was really concerned about was like, is my style going to be able to be like translatable? And I found that, yeah, you know what? In fact, it was. Yay for me. So I have a really like charismatic um, approach to teaching and I really like to facilitate what's going on with my learners and engage with them. Um, and, um, my energy, I would say, I was wondering, like, can this even be translatable? I don't even know. So I found out that it was, and, um, I had a bit of an experiment today, um, doing a group class because usually I do like one-to-one. -one. I don't usually do large group, um, sessions. Well, today I didn't do a really large one. I think I did maybe, hmm, maybe 15. And then I did some, some one-to-one, -one, um, individual like tutoring with them. Um, it actually wasn't as bad as, as I thought it would be. So if you're having to go online, um, which if you're in the U S then I know you definitely have to be teaching online now. Um, if your school has approved that, I should say, and, um, I'm working with a diverse group of, um, like English for academic purposes, uh, students. So I have people that are more or less 17 and older. So if you're working with kids, obviously you're going to need to get permission from the school and from a parental or guardian consent for that. But um, I didn't have to do that. I do have some students that are um, Muslim. And so if you have some students that are especially females, uh, don't force them to go on camera if they're not comfortable with it. Um, actually, don't force anyone to. But I, I just explained to my students, hey, this is something that I want because I'm, I was teaching like um, 
a conversational um, English class and like a listening and speaking. So it was really important to be able for them for them to be able to see me and how I'm using my my gestures and my body language and for me to be able to as well. And I wanted to keep that um, part in their mind today because that was actually part of what we were going over. So it was quite helpful. Um, the other thing is like go over like your classroom procedures. Well, again, you're not in a real classroom, right? So uh, you would have to go over like um, your online virtual classroom procedures and expectations and just um, what what are your rules? You know, what, what are your rules? Because you can't be mad at them or frustrated with them if you never told them. Um, I think a lot of times people just assume that people know what's going on or that they've learned something online before. And that's not the case. None of my students had um, ever taken an online course. And so I think it's pretty important that we actually give them that information for them to be successful. So some things that I spoke to them about, you know, I know we're at home. It's so easy to wake up a little later than we normally would or because of this um, online thing, it kind of threw you off your schedule, but please get up, have your day or morning. I started teaching this morning at about 8.30, so, um, and I only just finished maybe an hour ago. So I, I just tell them, like, get up and have your normal routine. If you like to take a shower in the morning, take shower in the morning, eat your breakfast, um, you know, move slowly, do whatever it is that you normally do in the morning time, but um just be mindful. Don't come to my class in pajamas. I know it's online, but I don't want to ever see you in your pajamas. Um, I don't want to see you in your bathrobe. I don't want to see you using the toilet or the restroom or brushing your teeth or something, you know. So um, it doesn't bother me if somebody's, you know, munching, they need to have a snack or something. Um, that doesn't bother me, but I don't want to see anybody in pajamas because we're trying to be professional here, right? So um, I just communicated that to them. Um, another thing is I just talked to them about how the structure of my class was going to be and for the institution that I was working with, as well as just some some ways to be successful. Because they hadn't, um, you know, after I asked them, none of them had been uh, an online learner before. So if you just kind of communicate some of the things that can be transferable and, you um, if you're working with some students that are particularly traumatized for whatever reason, um, then just, you know, kind of, um, what is the word I want for this? Like reaffirming the things that are the same, even though a lot of things seem to be very different. Focus on the things that are the same. So um, that has worked pretty well for me. Um, I would say... The other thing is just be prepared. So if you didn't play around with the system for, um, in my case, we were using Zoom. So I definitely played around with Zoom before um, and I had used it before when I was a graduate student. And um, I've taught online with it before as well. If you had never done that and you went into it blindly, you know, it's gonna be really frustrating for you and it could be for your students, especially if they're paying. Um, so be prepared know kind of have like a general ballpark idea of what it is that you're trying to do and how you're trying to get there. Um, in Zoom, they have different breakout rooms, so it'll automatically assign it to them. And by the way, this I'm not at all affiliated with Zoom. Um, I'm just giving you my two cents. 
um, about that program and its implications for teaching online, for online teachers, and for online students as well. Um, it's a really kind of crazy time for all of us here um, across the globe. I've talked to some colleagues in Turkey and in, um, even in, in the UK and um, just across Asia in general. And it's kind of a general consensus of like, what's happening? So, um, you know, don't be overwhelmed and frustrated or at least try not to be. Remember, God's still in control here. But um, these little tips that I've given you and the tools that you use are really important. So prepare for your lessons as you normally would. Um, I, for one, had a concern like, well, you know, how how is it going to be like if, if we have too much time left over? What do we do? Um, you know, what if people aren't speaking? What if there are some sort of like technological issues? I'm not a tech teacher. Um, and since I'm I'm working with um, students who are second language learners, then I, it was kind of like, oh, my gosh, what if I have some lower level students and they're not able to communicate with me and I'm not able to communicate with them? Well, first of all, I didn't have that issue. I had probably um, upper advanced students. So um, all of them were able to communicate effectively with me. And, um, you know, I was able to speak to them as I'm speaking to you right now, which has been awesome. But um, if at your institution there is someone that's going to be designated for that um, tech issues, then by all means, you know, reach out to that person or let the students know who that person is or who those people are. Um, the thing that also I did personally, because, you know, maybe you send an email, maybe you send a text and it doesn't get there in a timely manner and you're frustrated, the student's struggling and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, it's a meltdown. Well, just relax, take a breath. Huh? So um, I also just kind of educated myself on, at least with the Zoom platform, it had um, different directions for how to access different parts of their app. Or if you, if you use an Android or if you used it on an iPad, a tablet or um, iOS, or if you used a Mac or, or PC, it had all of these different sections. And so I just kind of reviewed it and what it would look like because I personally, I only use um, Apple products. So I have no idea what Android anything looks like. I don't even remember how to function with a PC. So um, that was kind of something that I took upon myself. You know, I just, the onus was on me to work that out. And I did pretty well. We did have a couple students today. Well, I had a couple students today that had some um, kind of technological issues, but um, we got them straightened out um, because I, you know, took the time to educate myself on that. Now, I know a lot of people are like, I don't even have time for that. I can't learn all of this stuff um, in a very short amount of time. I need to look, like lesson plan. And I, I get that. I, I totally get that. But um in the short and long run, actually, you're going to save yourself a lot of time if you just take those couple of minutes to invest in yourself and then invest in your students as well. Um, I think the last thing I would just reiterate is just to relax, um, just communicate, hey, look, we might all look like fools up here, but that's all right. Um, we're doing the best we can with what we have. And um, I personally always lean back on my faith. 
And I just thank Jesus for this opportunity that I still have a job. Um, and I'm still able to educate and my internet's fine, despite, you know, being in Oklahoma with all these storms and um, potential tornadoes going on um, during this tumultuous time, not only weather-wise, but in the world, just to take a second and breathe and remember that it's going to actually be okay. So again, I'm Ashley Rohn from Paradigm English. I'm going to sign off here, but this was just a little quick tip and a little bit about my experience um, for newbies and wannabes and learners um, with online teaching during this COVID-19 outbreak, coronavirus. If you want to hear more from me, check out my other videos on YouTube as well as on my website, ParadigmEnglish.com. And check out my other podcasts right here on Podbean or anywhere that you download your podcasts from. I'm Ashley Rohn. See you later and stay healthy. Keep your hands away from your face and absolutely punch everyone in the throat who coughs. <laughs> Kidding.